what is up black mixologist here for the reshoot if you will of episode 13 i am ohio the best out of the three don't let nobody tell you that and with my co-host it is uh i <clears throat> king black emperor black 20 you know co-host of black mixology or host whatever you guys would like we're two peas in the same pod let's just put it that way but welcome to the podcast where we don't ask for you guys to pay us to talk to us, but we pay, you know, our producers to talk to you, if that makes any sense. But anyway, we got a little action pack. Not really. It's not the same as last episode, I promise. It is Sunday. This isn't Sunday sauce. We have a little bit to talk about today. Uh, you know, the usual social media rants. You know, Elimination Chamber is today. We have some games that uh, got updates or releases. And our main topic of today is live moody at movie adaptations. I said moody. I try to mix them together. But anyway, HG, I know we talked about this plenty of times. Yeah. But. To throw you on the spot once again, you know, deja vu a little bit, all that. What do you, what is your she belongs to the streets moment? Lord, shoot. Um, let's see. She belongs to the street moment for me. I forgot what I said last time. So give me an example. Give me, give me an example. I would say, you know. I would say king out, king out there. If you're, uh, you know, if you're hanging out with her, you know, and you're doing all this sweet stuff for her, and, she, and she's like talking about another guy, or talking to another guy on the phone, in like a more a romantic sized way, I would say king. She belongs <laughs> to the streets, in my opinion. Well, that's if you guys are together or you're trying to, or you're trying to get at her, you know? Understandable. Uh, l- ladies, don't, wor- don't worry. We can pander to you guys, too. Uh, from the male standpoint, uh, don't let these men... Try to, you know, slither their way into your, like, you know, your relationship goals, as you guys call it on social media, to try to get in your pants. Don't stoop too low. Don't lower your standards because, you know, it's the cool thing to do. Because I know the second, this is male or female, y'all, people won't do something, but the second you slap hashtag challenge on it, y'all be on it. But on a serious note, I'd like to bring attention to something serious. Earlier this week, I saw a video of a, say, sister in arms, if you will, on TikTok, voicing her opinion about the processes of, you know, a legal system. I don't know if I'm going to say too much and get, you know, slapped with paperwork tomorrow, but hey. Uh, 
if someone comes to you about a problem mm-hmm. and you can tell that they're, they're physically, emotionally, mentally distraught, do your best to help them. Because we, ha- we have too many incidences in our line of work for some of these people to turn to these selfish acts just to satisfy their one little only need. And quite frankly, that shit pisses me off. Like, we all got too much to do for that one person to act selfish on that day, night, middle of the night, whatever time they feel like doing something that stupid uh, thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, I have no problem with confrontation. None. HG knows this. But I will not sit idly while people are, you know, like I said, emotionally, physically, or or mentally distraught. Because not only does not help them grow, sets them back. But at the same time, sometimes it's self-afflicted, but at the same time, I'm not saying I have like a little hero complex. It's just the fact that, you know, you can't be you. If you're holding yourself back, or that or that person is holding you back, so, ladies, gentlemen, talk. Guarantee you it'll work out in the long run, or let your voice be heard, and eventually someone will, you know, answer the call. But lighter note. Uh, social media, you know, the section where we wish we had like a little fucking dee, 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 like a little like transition point where like someone's listening and be like, oh shit, here he goes. But this goes back into the whole little like TikTok thing. Whereas like you slap a challenge on something and people will do it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, mixologists, if you put something on the internet, Guess what? It stays there for a very long time. Your FBI agent, yes, HG, I'm talking to you, knows what you look at. Oh, shit. <laughs> let me clear my, uh, let me clear my uh, history real quick. So those memes you sharing, when you sending it to your, like, your friends and all that, and they, like, you know, waiting for them to laugh, don't, don't worry, your FBI agent is laughing at it. I'm pretty sure he's looking at my phone right now like, yo, what's up, bro? I'm like, what up? But anyway, uh, the silhouette challenge. <laughs> I find it stupid. Why? Because technology. So recently, somebody posted a, a silhouette challenge, and basically someone's like, hey, guess what? There's a way to remove the red uh, lighting. And everybody was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. but probably going to catch some flack for this. Don't put it online unless you want somebody to see it. 
I know clout is a thing, you know, I'm talking to you, black mixology, but hey, I know that clout is a thing, but you don't need to, you know, put your body out there just to get clout. Like I said, the second someone throws a challenge on there, y'all do it. You know, but thinking to yourself, well, how? I bet if somebody put a hashtag podcast, your punk ass would be like right there trying to pander to it. I'm like, you're right. But it's not something I have no problem getting out. Like, I want people to listen to this podcast. HG wants people to listen to this podcast. There is a consensus of what I want to go online, and this is where it's going. Just how, like, I'm speaking to you right now, it's being evenly distributed across the <laughs> Anchor, Spotify, and, uh, you know, Google uh, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you will. So, uh, give us a little uh, comment or subscribe, you know what I'm saying? It's totally free. But that's my thoughts on people and challenges. Relax. It's going to take a minute for you to, you know, get that clout. You're not Charlie... Defilio, wherever the hell her name is. But oh, you laughing? What's up? What you got? Sorry, to, uh, yeah, it's it's funny. I don't like that girl. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it takes a lot of effort, you know, to gain. I don't know. I guess what you call internet influencer status. Is that's what if that's what you would call it? Like, you know, if like if I walk in a restaurant and someone's like, you have to pay $10 for this drink. And I'm like, don't you know who I am? I'm a famous TikToker with a million views. But everybody's all like, oh, cool. So let me tell you this. There's people. Now, listen to this. There's people. Out there getting. Viral, I'm guessing you would call it becoming, you know verified on any social media that you may populate for doing something you may do on a Saturday night with no recognition. What I mean by that, like, you know, you might be mouthing the words to a song or you might just be doing a dance that's associated to that song. The fact is you don't have a brand on the corner of your phone when you're doing it and probably not drunk or maybe like you got a small waist cute face what a what a what a, what's the last part forgot what a big ass yeah like fuck <laughs> like what, what like that right there will get someone like what? A hundred thousand likes. On average. On the average. I'm just saying, people, the grind is there. But then again, like I said, you put the challenge by it and everybody, you know, it starts, you know, I guess the algorithm kind of goes with it. So a lot of people just be like, Oh, next. So they might get views. They also get the likes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, you know, blah blah blah. And then the next challenge comes up and then someone's like, oh, this person's cute. This is that and the third. Like, this person gets a follow. Like, not knocking anybody. But at the same time, there's this one chick that, I guess, 
Shout out to Moving Misty 89 showed me that she got famous off a of head bob. Like she was mouthing the song. She looked at the camera. She started nodding her head with the song. She zoomed, the camera zoomed in. Boom, instantly famous. But everybody started bashing her, and then boom, her backstory came out. And now she's uplifted, revered. Crazy, huh? But you guys may be like, man, this man talks about TikTok every damn episode. Why don't you just fucking download it? Because I'm not an ant. But oh hell, you have a podcast. And you're a guy. What do you know about social media? First of all, that hurts. Second of all. (laughs) (laughs) Second of all, we don't really care about what. Well, I care what goes on social media to an extent, right? I don't let people too much into my personal life because, you know, that's why it's called, you know, personal life. But I do pride myself, and I will tell, and anybody who knows me will tell you the same. I pride myself on individualism. I like being me. If you can't be you, what the fuck are you doing with your life anyway? If you have to adhere to society's, I don't know, standards, you know, just becoming like, you know, like when you walk out, you're just one in like a thousand. I'm like, hey, I know that guy. Anyway. Speaking out of the one, there's one person that'll walk out of the elimination chamber. On each brand. So, HG, I know we talked about this last time, but what do you know about the Elimination Chamber? Uh, I know a group load of people come in, only one leaves. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, you're in a chamber, you know, and it's it's very entertaining to uh, to look at, you know, to watch, I, I would say. Right. That's all I know. <laughs> so the Elimination Chamber, and they pride themselves on this. This is WWE, by the way. Uh, WWE prides herself on this chamber mainly because six people usually walk in. And two people start the match. And every five minutes, someone joins in randomly. And usually in this Elimination Chamber, there's usually a prize so, at first, the Elimination Chamber was at, started in, what is it, New Year's Revolution. And then sometimes it was in Survivor Series, but at the same time, it started off as, like, you know, a random, like, this is, like, it was, like, a better equivalent to Hell in a Cell. And it was, like, in my opinion, like, ten times better than Hell in a Cell because there's, like, more people into the match. You have, like, a whole lot of star power in one match. In a grueling match, a long match. But like I said, there's a prize at the end. So normally it's like the World Heavyweight Championship or the WWE Championship or just for now the Universal Championship and WWE Heavyweight Championship. 
So, six people walk in, one person walks out. One per, uh, like I said, five minutes in, another random person comes in, and then normally, the trick is to try to get the person a person out before the next person comes in, so you don't get ganged up on. This, that, and the third usually happens, but it looks like it's going to be kind of crazy. It's not like there's not really much opportunity getting thrown around this elimination chamber, and I don't blame them mainly because. I don't feel like uh, they've been letting in fans, so they don't know who's liking who, just that and the third. What's the response from the uh, the fan base? Uh, except on like you no know, social media and all that. But Drew McIntyre is defending his championship in the Elimination Chamber, and Roman Reigns is def- defending his World Heavyweight Championship at the Elimination Chamber. And a lot of people are kind of like questioning the whole Roman Reigns thing is mainly because he's a heel now and heel means he's like you know a bad guy in terms of like episodical TV so he is like in a feud with Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens has been having like a lot of TV time compared to like people who you know deserve it I'm not saying Kevin Owens is good or isn't good but uh, sometimes you get tired of seeing them. It's almost like how you office people are, t- are like, don't even acknowledge that the fact that Will Ferrell was in a couple episodes. It's almost like that. But it should be interesting. There is no, from what I'm looking at, there is no uh, women's either title, SmackDown or Raw women's title, being defended in the uh, what's it called? Elimination Chamber. Neither is the women's tag team titles or the men's tag team titles, either or. Which is unfortunate. There's only like two matches. Because if they weren't going to give like, if Roman Reigns wasn't going to defend his title inside of the, the Elimination Chamber, they could have like gave that to like, I don't know, Asuka or Sasha Banks. Or hell, they could have put it in the... Uh, the women's tag team titles in the Elimination uh, Chamber. That worked pretty well last time that they did it, but I don't write this. But that is tonight, and if I'm mem- if I'm looking at this correctly, it's going to be at seven Eastern time, which usually like whenever when every like uh, W pay per view is on Sundays. I'll definitely be watching that. Should be pretty exciting. The Raw one should be exciting with Kofi Kingston, Sheamus, uh, McIntyre, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and Jeff Hardy. So that should be interesting. I'm definitely going to watch that one. Uh, Kevin Owens is kind of Snoresville in his uh, his matches, so I'll pay attention to the SmackDown one, but I'm pretty much going to be watching Jey Uso in that match. But we are going to transition into games which is I'm pretty sure some people have noticed that we are starting to grow into um HG how did you like zombies on oh how do you like zombies on Cold War so far um I love it a lot you know I love it a whole lot you know it's uh it's very fun and new the new map What's good, you know, it's very beautiful, well, 
well drawn, like I said, like I mentioned before, is uh well drawn and everything. Very definitely for a four player, you know, zombies map. Definitely four player zombie map. The only thing I didn't like was uh the Easter egg. I did feel like the Easter egg was just it was like more uh tedious and time consuming. Mm-hmm. Than the last one before, but it was like the boss monster was like like way easier. Like I don't want to spoil anybody, but it's been like out for about a week or so, two weeks maybe. Yeah. But I don't like that you can fight the boss monster even before you fight the boss monster. I know, make it around thirty. You'll see what I you see what I mean. You know, if you're fortunate enough to make it around sure. thirty, you'll see what I mean. And I feel like <laughs> it was just way too easy, yo. Way too easy. No, but I did enjoy it. It was very nice to see this big old freaking thing walking the map. And I, ha- I had a lot of fun. I had lots of fun with it. You know, I streamed it on my Twitch, KingBlack20, shameless plug. You know, go check it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't wait for it. There's a lot, there's a lot of new stuff coming out next week, which I'm excited for, for Cold War, as always, you know. High tough. But yeah, it's a lot of new things coming out next, on the 25th. So I I will get back to you guys on that next episode. So recently, well, I'm more of the what would you call the survivor in the zombies playthroughs. What I mean by that, like, I'm the kind of person that like I can I can run around. It'll take me a while to go down, and some people hate playing with zombies with me because I stay up too long. Not like that, but I stay on my feet. Whereas some people may go down, get irritated, and then blah blah blah. It was frustrating, but uh, me and my brother SJ, he, me and him would like play zombies you know just to play zombies like this is before like there was there was easter eggs but we didn't really do them and so later like earlier this year like zombies started to come in so we're doing more so uh trying to like look through easter eggs i remember we were trying to do the other like black ops 3 zombies mainly because uh zombie chronicles was on it but uh, this new Cold War, was a what is it, uh, Die Machine, was a a good stepping stone. Like for like a lot of people, like you gotta you gotta think that like sometimes like when people make games, they have to like cater to like like you know new players. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So I feel like this was a good way to not only do something new. For returning zombies players, but do something fresh for new players, if that makes any sense. And then they up the ante a little bit with a bigger map. And what's it called? Firebase C. So going going back to your point when they said uh, like it's tedious. Um, have you played zo- like Black Ops Zombies? Like, like the zombies, like, not my bad, the Easter egg, and what's it called? But, like, original Black Ops zombies. Like, there was no, like, here, pick this up. If this dropped, or, hey, 
there's something outside the map that you had to throw a Gersh device at. Like, nobody, like, this was like shit you just had to, like, ran around and find. Whereas, like, in, like, not, yeah, Firebase Z, you, like, you do, uh, what's it called? The, you know, the the part where you gotta, like, talk to homeboy, talk to Peck, and he'll be like, oh, go to this room and get those little memory devices. And Black Ops 1 zombies, they'd have been like, it would have been like a fucking, like, a code word. Like the fart sails east in the wind. <laughs> but memories fade away, and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? But it turns out that that meant you gotta go all the way over across the map just to pick up a memory device. And luckily... Some of these Easter, like some of these, like steps in Easter egg are like kind of like kind of easy. I say kind of easy because, like, like I said, like there's some stuff like in like the old school, like like uh, Black Ops Zombies, where you didn't know what the fuck you were supposed to do or who you were supposed to get. Whereas in, in Firebase Z, it's like, oh, this person spawns in this room, so this is what you need to get. I do. I do think like the, one of the steps of Easter egg to get the uh, the right the right K, something like that. To get the right K, that the the one step that nobody would probably figure out or would probably take the longest is finding homeboy and getting his eye, because it doesn't really tell you. Because it was like, yo, you got the blueprint, but now it says like the computer says prove you or me. And at the same time, the people telling you, like, yo, you need to, like, find an eye. And then, like, the same time, there's, like, a whole bunch of zombies on the ground. Or maybe you need to kill somebody, this, that, and the third. But it turns out, if you go to a certain area of the map, he's just, like, leaned up against the tank. And then you press X and get the eye. Those, like, one times, like, not one time, yeah. The only time it's not, like, highlighted, like, hey, this is part of the Easter egg. Like, did you know, like, there's a, there's somewhere in the map, you know, that you know, that little blue bunny yeah. from the box, right? Yeah. You saw that? Like, yeah, there's I an Easter it. egg where, yeah, I've seen it. if you like, if you like look at it, for those you don't know, I think you have to like throw something at it and then like, it was like a little jump scare. It's kind of sitting there and then it turns its head and look, flies towards you and it teleports you to another, another, uh, the, like the dark ether mm. and this is where this is uh Firebase Z's uh equivalent to Die Machine's uh light orbs that take that takes you to the coffin dance Easter egg. Mm-hmm. For those you don't know, I don't know where this is at. It's uh, I'm probably going to find it like later. Yeah. It's where. It's um in a pack a punch room. If you go up these stairs, you'll see you should find like a a blue bunny. It's in that room where Peek is. Well, not Peek, where uh, that doctor is. Whatever. It's in, it's that spot. Huh. I'll tell you guys that. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. But if you're listening to this, you're probably like, "Yo, fuck, man, where's the spoil?" Or, sorry. But mm. it is a new week. And as of right now, it is the week of the 21st, I believe. Yes, it is Sunday the 21st, timestamp. 
and we got some new things actually. I believe. I believe. Aren't we getting outbreak this weekend? Yeah, this week? uh, yeah. It should be the twenty fifth, February twenty fifth. It's when we should be getting That's it. Awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. So, for those you don't know, outbreak is a new PVE game mode, and it. I, I I personally will like this mainly because I feel like they're gonna add more people to play zombies, but at the same time it's it's like a traditional take on zombies, but at the same time it's more of a like you know open world. So there's like I believe correct me if I'm wrong HG that there is like you know vehicles that you can use. No, you're uh, right. I hope that they bring back old like uh, wonder weapons. That would be like. Dope. That'd be pretty dope. Like, I missed the Thunder Gun. And you gotta think that, like, after, like, I'm pretty, like, this is continuity, if you get Mm. from wrong, that once you leave, once you leave, like, canonically, you're, like, you leave Die Machine, right? You're you're Requiem. Requiem goes from Fire, like, uh, Die Machine to Firebase Z. I'm pretty sure when they left D Machine, where in or Poland, where a D machine is located, they didn't just get on a helicopter and then they just chuck the fucking uh the die machine, the wonder weapon, out the helicopter. Right. I or actually the think, ray gun. I actually think there's a line that's like, yeah, you need to bring that back for studies, you know, something like that. That's something so, I always, yeah, that's something I always wonder. Like, where are these, where are these weapons going, my guy? They're like, oh, we don't need. Like, I get it's a mystery box, but like, you tell me that like they just got on the helicopter and just chucked or like. The ray gun, mind you, and the the little the, the Gawk Gawk three thousand uh, machine, and they just chucked it out the uh, like a helicopter at the end of the match, mm-hmm. right when they left. Like I remember back in like the old uh, Call of Duty, like you went to the next map, there's the thunder gun. You went to the next match, there's the ray gun. But at the same time, it was still the new wonder weapon that was there. Mm-hmm. Or the one weapon was placed by the previous one. So, like, uh, the Thunder Gun was in Ascension, but so was the Ray Gun. But the wonder weapon in that um, one was the Gurch devices or the Matryoshka dolls. Or you have the, what is it? I'm losing my train of thought. The baby the baby uh, gun in Shangri-La. The wave gun, I believe that's what it's called, and the moon, and the wonder waff, like previously, like wonder weapons. You're gonna tell me there's only one wonder weapon in the whole box in that big ass map? Hmm. The only thing that does a considerable amount of damage to what HG said earlier, like the the per, the the thing that comes up at uh, around thirty. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You would think you'd have like a ray gun. Facts. You told me like your main job is to fo- is to run around with like a chicken with its head cut off for you to build this one weapon. That's the only thing. That's not only better than the ray gun, but the only thing more like effective than anything that you have in your arsenal. Like you make you can pack a punch of your weapons three times, but it doesn't mean shit when you have the Ray K. 
because that thing is pretty godlike. Like it's what the it's what the ray gun should be doing. So I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how they're going to like put Wonder Weapons into this new outbreak. I'm kind of excited uh, for it to see. That comes out on Thursday. So I'm pretty sure they're going to do the same thing they did last Thursday. Or not last Thursday, the 4th, earlier this month. With the, what is it, Firebase Z, where they released the map, but they didn't unlock the Easter egg until Friday. When, you know, everybody's, you know, off work, I'm guessing, or ready to stream it. Good. And I do hope there's an Easter egg for Outbreak, because that will be dope. How big the map is, I love to run, you know... we. Me and my team has got to run four corners of the map and press the fucking freak, uh, freaking button at the same time. That'd be pretty funny. I'd love to see someone get down halfway across the map with a buttload of zombies next to them. And like, you're like, oh, you just got to wait till the next round, my guy. You got to wait till the next checkpoint. I'd love, I'd love for that to happen. It'd be pretty dope. Especially the way these motherfuckers be spawning in this game. Mm-hmm. I can't even like... I can't even run into the next room without it, like my peripheral vision when I see a yellow eye and then here, my my health, my health bar goes down by like a hundred. Or the dogs, yeah. <laughs> like the dogs are like the dogs are napalm zombies from Shangri La, but they're quick. And if you guys play Die Machine, these dogs are on your ass. So you can be running from your little like the train that you're running. Aha, choo choo. Mm-hmm. And then all you hear is like a dog, like howl behind you, and then there goes like three quarters of your health because you decided to reload. Get stamina up and uh, speed cola, people. But I'm excited for the 25th drop of I believe 25th drop of Outbreak. But I'm also excited for the 24th, where Persona Five Strikers, which is the American version of Scramble, is the Japanese. But blah blah blah. It is actually coming to Switch, PS4, PS5, I believe, and PC. Uh, for those you know, I am a Persona fan, so I will be getting that, and I will be playing that soon. I did not get the Deluxe, Deluxe, Deluxe Edition, and apparently, if you got the Deluxe Edition, you get it five, four days early. So, you know, fuck me, right, for not wanting to, like put more money in their game but that's coming out and then i'm gonna I'm gonna be on that i've been trying to get hg into playing persona 2 because you know i talk about it a lot so i'm like or not not persona 2 but persona four. also yeah but i'm trying i'm trying to get this man into playing it so you can get the whole the gist of why i'm a fan of it but i'm gonna I'm a try i'm trying even have to gift it to him on on Steam, I believe it's on Steam. I hope it's on Steam because I might download it myself. But I'm gonna gift it to him eventually on Steam, and then he gonna have to play that bit. I'm also but. gonna play uh, another game. I get to that at the end of the stream. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an old game, but I'll let you guys know at the end of the at the end of the, the podcast. You know, where where where. Speaking of, like, oldie things, uh, we're going to get into our somewhat of a main topic. And that is, from what you heard earlier, live movie adaptations. Mm. You may be asking yourself, oh, how? HG. 
why the hell is this a topic? Well, recently we saw Monster Hunter World. Not Monster Hunter World, sorry. Monster Hunter. And I liked it. It was a lot of, it was a lot of Resident Evil director-esque. But I liked it. A lot of things were pretty spot on. Uh, the weapons somewhat characters or get off pretty quickly so you can't really like develop a bond with them you're like oh these people are this person's funny this person's strong this person's smart and all of a sudden they done yeah I liked it the monsters were kind of like spot on the sense of like fuck when is this over and the, and the fights is there like it gives like a little like a little like what if if when it comes to uh like, you know, what does your Monster Hunter character do when you turn that game off? Like, they, they, they surviving. And you turn the game on, like, bro, fuck, where have you been? Mm. But, uh, HG, how'd you like Monster Hunter? Uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was very, it was very good. Probably one of the best, you know, movie adaptations from video games I've seen in a minute. You know, definitely good. Made me, it's rare that, like, adaption makes me go buy the game. If I have not already played it, but yeah, like that night I got home and like downloaded the yeah uh, the newest Monster Hunter World I think, and I I haven't played it yet you know, but excuse me I did I did buy it and I can't wait to get into it and crack it down you know. It it, it was good. I, if I, if you guys have the money and the means to do it or you know go go see it go see it it's very good very good entertaining you know. See, uh, the main reason, the reason, reason it's like my live movie adaptations mainly because normally like, you know, sometimes these things are supposed to like pander, not pander, supposed to open eyes to another crowd, you know, see if you can get more people into your brand. For example, uh, I heard the Death Note live action was ass when I was on Netflix, uh, a lot of people liked Resident Evil. You know, Resident Evil, Apocalypse, Afterlife, whatever. Mm. Um, there's been positive reviews from, what's it called? This Monster Hunter. But then there's the ass ones. And for those who already know what I'm talking about, you should know. What these movies are. That is Dragon Ball Evolution and Avatar The Last Airbender. Oof. So one of them was down, uh, not downloaded, sorry, directed by M. Night Shyamalan, and that was Avatar The Last Airbender. Now, again, feels like deja vu. HG, your dog's name is Toph. Yes. Correct? Yes. Where is that name from? Avatar Last Airbender, the TV cartoon show. So, that being said, he sounds like a fan, correct? A big fan. Huge fan. So, imagine you're a huge fan of this series. Yeah. And you get you get told, you know, you're a teenager at this time, mm-hmm. that it's becoming a live action movie. 
like real people are going to be acting what you just saw these ep- this, this, this epic little tale that you just watched for a, c- a couple years on TV is now coming to the big screen yeah with live action people mm-hmm. and then you watch it and that person like you know punches you in the face and shits on your chest hmm Doesn't sound too pleasant. It doesn't, does it? That's what it felt like after you walk out of that movie. The pronunciation of the names, Ong, Soka, Appa looks like a giant furry ass insect. Facts. The earthbenders were doo-doo. The firebenders needed fire to bend. They couldn't create their own fire. Uh, which doesn't make any sense if you get into the whole, you know, what is it, yin and yang aspect of the show. Because, mm. like, because if, what is it, the eclipse, right, the moon. Mm. The eclipse, eclipse played two parts in Avatar Last Airbender. This is, like, book three, I believe. I think this is in book three. So the firebenders get their power from the sun. You know, duh, it's fire. It's sun. That's fire, but you get the idea. The waterbenders get amplified power from the moon. And their power gets significantly stronger when it's a full moon. So as a firebender. You should be able to, you know, do what you need to do. Whereas, if, I don't know how in this universe that the firebenders took over when they needed fire to bend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I see what I'm saying. Like, you know, just just bring their fires from like, like on a freaking truck or something. I see see what you're saying. Like, if you saw, if you saw, yeah, if you saw Zula. You would shit a brick. Right. But like someone's like, yo, like if somebody was in like the live action like universe, someone's like, yo, there's a firebender near. I'll just put out a fucking candle. Hmm. What's he going to do? Nothing. But no, I'm an earthbender. I'll crush you. Hmm. Zulu's coming. Uh, is that a fire pit next to you? Just take that out first. Easy. Like you tell me like all I got to do is build a moat and they're done. Hmm. That's not world bending. That's not even fire bending. And then, what else? The only thing that looked remotely somewhat correct is the water bending. Because, like, obviously they need water Mm. to bend. That's understandable. But at the same time, a water bender can also pull the water out of you. Or out of anything that has water in it. But I digress. Live action adaptations. That movie was ass. I'm sorry. Complete doo doo water. Like, it. Oh my god. But the thing is, I think Dragon Ball Evolution came out before that. It did. Now, mind you, this took place back when Goku was, I guess, like a teenager. Mm -hmm. So this is like at the end of Dragon Ball. Right now, I'm 
pretty sure when this is coming out, this is back before Dragon Ball Super, way before Dragon Ball Super, actually. Uh, this is after, probably during GT. But someone signed off on this shit. Someone looked at this script. Someone looked at the screenplay or whatever and was like, thumbs up. Give it a go. We'll see what happens. I don't know if it was Toei, Toho, some of them. Somebody, Akiri Toriyama, gave this shit the thumbs up. And when they came out, boy, did they get shit on. Boy, did they get shit on. Like that. Some of the, like, I think they had, like, what, two big name actors in there? And honestly, that shit needs to get retconned. I, I think that movie should just get wiped from existence because that shit was. Slightly worse than Avatar The Last Airbender. Not saying a lot. And then, what else? There's no, there's another live action I'm missing. A bad one or a good one? <laughs> a good one. Let's say, let's say a good one. So, all right. So the one I seen previously was um, it's it's also a good example, you know, of uh. Movie producers or company fixing their product before they send it out. If, I don't know if you guys remember, but the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie came out. You know, oh yeah, wow, like a while, like about a year, maybe a half a year back. You know, I'm not sure, but I remember when the trailer came out, Sonic looked like a, f- this looked awful. You know, and they got a lot of, they got a lot of, the slap back. You know what I mean? And got, they got cyber bullied. Yes, yes, they did, and you know. But the good thing is, you know, they take that criticism. They could they could have just pushed the movie out, you know, but they took that criticism, exactly. that cyberbullying, you know, and fixed it. They fixed it, you know. And now, and Sonic looks like Sonic, not some kind of furry dog Dork. creature, you know. And and they fixed it, which was great, you know. And now people and people like the movie. They're like, I, I didn't really hear any bad bad about it, you know. I heard like a lot of people like the movie. They're like, "Oh, this is this is good." Sonic looks like Sonic. This is cute, and I, I watched bits and clips of it. You know, I was like, "Oh, this is this is good." You know, Sonic seems like Sonic. He doesn't have like a deep voice or anything, or he he looks like a hedgehog. I mean, yeah. in a Sonic way, you know, not like a real hedgehog, but he looks like a hedgehog. And, yeah. and the movie the movie was good from what I watched, you know, and his style was great also. And that's just an example, of, like. It's possible to make a good adaptation, you know, from a cartoon or video game. You know, it, it, it is possible. And that's one example, you know. Resident Evil, I'm a big Resident Evil fan. That They did pretty good because they didn't really stick to the game expect as much, you know. But what they did do, you know, they still showed that uh stars, umbrella type, you know, they're evil, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's type vibe, mm-hmm. you know. And that was good also. And that's why Resident Evil... Probably always be my one of my favorite zombie, you know, movies. I watched all of them. Might buy buy the whole series here soon, but yeah, Resident Evil's good. Sonic the Hedgehog is good. Um, I can't really think of any other live adaptation right now. But do you have any Ohio? Well, to uh, I'm gonna quote somebody on this to piggyback off your uh. <laughs> Your Sonic the Hedgehog live action. As a Sonic fan, 
mm. who's been through the ups and downs of the Sonic franchise. Looking at you, Sonic 06. But it's it's like Sonic has taken some L's in, in his day. Yes. Right? And honestly, when they first released that first trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog, like I was excited when they like when I heard like the teaser. But when they send out the actual trailer, I was like, what the fuck? Cause like you say, he, like he looks it looks weird. He had human teeth. He was kind of built like a like a small person, yeah. like a small humanoid being. You know, you're like, well, he's supposed to be an alien, this, that, and the third. Well, no, I'm sorry, no, no. But it was just weird. Like he he looked weird, and then like I said, like Paramount got cyber bullied. To the point, and I'm not saying cyberbullying is right, but basically they listen to the criticism, like H. She said, they listen to the criticism, and they were like, "Yo, we probably need to look at our cons- our consumers." Keyword there for you, big directors, what the consumers want. Mm-hmm. And so, longtime Sonic fans were like, "Yo, he's supposed to look like this." He's supposed to have big eyes. He's supposed to have, like, you know, a small body, cool-looking shoes, and uh, get the fuck out of my attitude sort of way. But eventually, the trailer came out again. It was the same trailer, but with an updated Sonic. A more, real, like, not a realistic, but a, a more Sonic Sonic. You know, like, if you look at Sonic in the games and you take him and put him in the movie... You're like, all right, cool. This looks like Sonic. And they did it right. Jim Carrey did amazing as Eggman. I can't wait for Sonic 2, which was announced, and Tails is going to be in it. Mm. Um, What else? I love Tika Sumner. Whatever movie she's in. Uh, The guy who is, I guess, the friend of Sonic in this movie. I forgot his name. Donut Lord. Yeah, Donut Lord. I was going to call him. He's in, like, every, like animation movie known to man well currently because at first it was like Brendan Fraser with Looney Tunes back in action which is an underrated movie by the way oh also yeah that's oh my gosh that's a good movie also good good adaptation right there like I'm not gonna cap I saw the Space Jam trailer LeBron James is in it that's gonna be interesting to see what the story is about but Looney Tunes oh my bad sorry Space Jam good movie Mm-hmm. Uh, Looney Tunes back in action great movie Tom and Jerry oh, yeah. should be a great movie like I don't care if the movie is like you like literally the shit they do in the cartoon they can do that all movie and just have like a human side, side story and I'll be fine and all you gotta do is put like what the fuck Tom and Jerry are doing throughout the movie while homegirls like dealing with her problems or trying to help Tom or Jerry, you know, capture whatever prank, whoever, you know, I think she's just trying to get a job. I don't really like paid attention to like her side of the story. I'm more so of a Tom and Jerry fan. I am a Tom and Jerry fan. I love that shit. Uh, but they, I, th- I feel like they, I feel like they're doing good. Like, I feel like this is going to be good. I feel like this last time we saw Tom and Jerry in an actual movie movie, 
was the Tom and Jerry first movie. And for those you don't realize or are too young, that came out in VHS. And honestly, I can't find it anywhere. Crazy enough. But believe there was a Tom and Jerry movie, the first movie, back when, I don't know, uh, Disney was pumping out movies. I mean, like, pumping them out. I'm talking about, like, Pocahontas, Hercules, uh, Lion, King, Lions, uh, Lion King. Like, they were just pumping out VH, like movies to VHS. And a lot of movies flew under the radar. But Tom and Jerry was definitely there, mm-hmm. the first movie. It was, like, the first, like, movie where they talked, like, for real, for real. And they were like, oh, come you never said something before. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, that type shit. But um, I'm looking forward to Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Two, um, Tom and Jerry, Sonic Two. They they even put it in the uh, the, the uh, Emerald Hill Zone, which best fucking opening Sonic uh, music ever. But I'm excited for those. Obviously, as you guys know from the past two episodes, that I am very excited for Godzilla versus Kong, which. Mind you, sorry to continue all, all this. You know, this is probably the third episode we're talking about. A new trailer came out, which I predicted, say, um, which is more Godzilla focused. Because there's a, a video, like a little, like not Godzilla focused. There's more like information, not information, uh, screen time for Godzilla, sort of. So basically, an original, an original trailer, uh, King Kong punched Godzilla. Godzilla was like, you know, kind of reeled back. But in this new trailer, Godzilla bitch slapped King Kong, or my bad, Kong, and he flew in the water. Like, I mean, he got clapped. Like, psh, like, 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 you know, like when, uh, H, you know, like when somebody in anime gets smacked real hard, they fucking like, like all over yeah. the ground. <laughs> this is getting interesting. Like he got he got smacked. He didn't get you know skidded across the water, but he got smacked off the boat. Compared to what a monkey you think should do with his big monkey arms, mm. like like if if someone if they got in a slap fight, <laughs> you would like expect Godzilla to win or not Godzilla uh, Kong to win because he has big monkey arms mm. and he he's pretty stoutly. Mm. But Godzilla has like a little like you know. Like like little stubby arms, mm. but he's like he punched Godzilla. Godzilla was like, oh, and he like reeled back, and apparently he just smacked the shit out of him. <laughs> he threw him off the boat, not threw him, but smacked his ass off the boat. Right. But that comes out next month, and I'm excited. But I think that's the only. Oh, Mortal Kombat also got there a trailer. Go. Yep. And it's a different take. I'm pretty sure it's like an alternate universe. Because I did see in the trailer that Jax lost his arms to Sub-Zero. But Ermac is the one who did that. Mm. But I heard Sub-Zero. Well, I heard. I saw that Sub-Zero and... What's his name? Scorpion look phenoms. But honestly, I feel like we'll get into that more as more information releases. But... I'm curious to what HG said he was going to be talking about playing. So uh, give us a lowdown on that. All right, guys. You know, you know, I have a small little Twitch, 54 followers right now. You know, 
So, uh, you know, I want to play something type, something scary. So, on YouTube, I saw Little Nightmares 2 came out, which is uh, a sequel of Little Nightmares 1. So, you know, I was going to do a run-through of Little Nightmares, you know, the first one. You know, so I was like, oh, I'll try something scary, you know. I like scary games, you know. I like a little jump scare, a little, you know, I like, you know, cringing up in my chair, you know. So, Little Nightmares is what I'm going to play on my Twitch, you know. Uh, you guys, if you guys like the, you guys check me out, yo, King Black 20, check it out, check it out, you know. But, that's what I'm gonna play, and if, if you wanna see me get scared, you know, scared like a little biatch, you know. <laughs> Now's the time, you know. Just keep a lookout for, uh, those notifications, yo, and, yeah. Follow me on social media, also, Laura Black, on Instagram, you know, I post, I post it there, you know. I post it on my story, telling you guys when I'm going live, you know. I also play other games, so yeah. So, I, for one, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm gonna watch that. But, I, I don't know. I feel like we should open, not open, sorry, start a black mixology uh, Twitter or some type of website because I feel like um, it'll be more easier. For people who want to get their hoodies, mm -hmm. and that can actually get distributed from wherever it needs to be from. For an update for you, some uh, some people who have ordered hoodies, we we're working on it. Please be patient. Thank you for your patience, and we will get them to you as soon as we can. But other than that, uh, we're trying to have more like outward social media presence for those who are still listening to this point. Um. I try to keep everything updated on, keep people updated on Snapchat for the people who do uh, want to listen. And then I try to post the, I have my, I have the link on my Twitter, that Kid Ohio 16, and then my Instagram, again, that uh, Kid Ohio 16, and my Facebook. And we try to not shove our, our our algorithm if you call it down your throat because i know that there's plenty other podcasts that you know have the topics that we talk about but individually if you feel like listen to our opinions more so than anybody else's we have the means for you to get said uh content and judging by the way tiktok is blowing up I'm pretty sure nobody has a problem with that. You know, shade. But, um, yeah. Our social media presence is there. We are not on TikTok, but we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and... What else? Pretty sure it's it. Instagram. I said that, alright? Yeah, I don't know. But, we're, we're there. We're planning on doing... Uh, exclusive, if you will, live recording sessions where people actually probably should have said this earlier. I'll probably say this again next episode. Uh, but we're planning on doing more live recording sessions. To, so the whole plan of that is to try to get our sessions recorded so that one day uh, we can either we can move our actual recording sessions to discord you know screen record whatever 
and or Instagram Live, Facebook Live, or Big O, and basically put our recording sessions on YouTube or Facebook or whatever you feel like you guys want to watch it. Along, it makes it easier for us to have uh, special guests. Um, coming up, actually, in about three months, I believe. I'm planning something special. And I'll get with HG about that later. I'm pretty sure you'll be okay with it. And which is why we're trying to like, you know, up our ante when it comes to get like providing content to you guys. So you got HG with his with his Twitch, uh us with this podcast, and us, you know, trying to like, you know, just basically outreach our brand. You know, I feel like we as content creators, if you call us that, aren't really shoving our content down people's throats. I feel like we're just kind of like, you know, at the side of a like, you know, we're street food vendors. Like, hey, you want to try this? And someone's like, no. I'm like, oh, it's good. I'm like, no, I'm good. And we're like, all right, cool. Thank you. And I'll go to the next person. Like, hey, you like, what do you think about this? And I was like, oh, this tastes good. And I'm like, oh, thanks. If you want to, if you feel like looking to more of our menu, here's our, you know, our list, our playlist, if you will. But I don't know. I guess it's the whole algorithm thing. But we do appreciate the people who continue to support and continue to watch us grow. Um, we could, we wouldn't be here without you. But we will continue to grow as we move along. HG, any closing thoughts? Uh, you know. We do this. We love doing this for you guys. You know, episode 13, I believe I might be wrong. You know, let's lose count. That's yes, me. sir. But um, thank you guys for your support. If, you know, you're still listening. You know, get those hoodies, yo. Get them hoodies. A uh, couple of my friends have them. They, they said they love them. You know, and it, it looks good, you know, seeing them in public. Hey, thank you for representing, you know. But you guys, oh, yeah. uh, it's warming up, you know. It's warming up, you know. So I'll try to get some... Uh... Some t-shirts out for you guys. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, so, this has been me, Emperor Black, King Black 20. Follow the, follow the Twitch, King Black 20, you know. Thank you guys for listening. And, yeah, we love you guys. And we out. We out. Peace.